I'm Mike Bowie, your host with Small Moment Big Impact Podcast. Today we have David Rossello, and he's gonna share a lot about his journey going from being a restauranteur, wine buying, food selections, menu selections, so many different facets of running a restaurant itself, and now transitioning and joining the real estate game. Welcome to episode two of Small Moment, Big Impact. Today, we have a very special guest, David Rossello, uh, joining us, and he's gonna share a lot about his journey about going from being a restauranteur, wine buying, food selections, menu selections, so many different facets of running a restaurant itself, and now transitioning and joining the real estate game per se that's like a whole new industry like a world of a difference going from restaurants into residential real estate so we got a lot to talk about today i'm excited to have david rosello on the show today on small moment big impact thank you for stopping by oh, thank you for having me here mike awesome so, to kind of get started uh share with us a little bit about your restaurant la catalana and uh the items that you um put out there on the market for your 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 clients or your customers per se, uh, what is your most uh, favorite item on the menu or on the wine menu per se? And just share with the, our, our listeners that are here today. Absolutely, absolutely. So La Catalana, so we opened doors in 2010. Okay. Uh, we're a tapas bar, so our mission was to transport- You said tapas, right? Tapas, Okay, yeah. so just making sure. Tapas, small plates. Okay. Uh, so our mission was to transport diners to Barcelona in this case, okay. having culinary creations. Okay. Um, going back to your question regarding what's my favorite plate or wine, uh -huh. uh, the unique thing about tapas or our concept yeah. is that there's no one unique thing. The whole menu is unique because you have a selection of Spanish wine, boutique wine, mm -hmm. and you can pair with numerous tapas. So it's a journey. Okay. It's a journey that you know you sit down, you have a glass of wine, you have some food, enjoy with your friends, you know, it's all about moments, right? Okay. So good company, good food, good wine, you know, you can't beat that. I like that mantra there. So just share with us a little bit. I know you are sourcing uh, different uh, types of food to pair along with the wines. Uh, share with us a little bit how you came up with that menu and the palate and how you even got into wine buying as a restauranteur. Absolutely. Well, my mother loves to cook. Okay. So, you know, ever since I was young, she used to make great plates at home. And a lot of the recipes are my mother's, you know, her own. She created a lot of What's the sauce. What's your favorite mm, I would say the codfish, okay. which is the bacalao. Uh, very popular, you know, in Spain and Portugal. So we go to Spain once a year all right. for about a month. And the wine importer takes us to all these wineries. All right. So what we do, we stay one day at each winery. The owner of the winery takes us out for dinner or they cook there at the winery. Okay. And then we pair their wine with their food. Wow. So we get an idea, we come back, my mother and I, and then we apply it here. So how do you stay so fit? Um, I'm actually overweight right now, but ah. I'm trying to stay fit. You know? Okay, well, you definitely look good. The, the thing about food is uh, it creates a, um, a sense of euphoric feeling when you're eating good food. And you said something about your mantra line of, good food, good wine, good people, good time, Correct. right? 
And uh, I, I'm getting a sense that that's the aura of who you are. And that's why you're able to bring that on to the restaurant itself. And now transitioning over to residential real estate, um, you're also doing that now with uh, your clients too as well. Correct. I mean, we're in the people business, you know, okay. so you have to like people, spend time with them, identify their needs and just go from there, you know. Nice. That's the way you service your clients. Yeah. So how do you see the transition? I know you've been in real estate for a little over a year now, correct? And how did you come about making that decision to wanting to get out of the restaurant business that you've been in for so long? Because I, I have a, an understanding of family business, right? Uh, when we were younger, my parents also had a business too as well. They had a restaurant and then later on the line, they did uh, business at the flea markets. So it was hard work. This was a grind. I remember seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to 11 years old, we're waking up at 5 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays going out there and shining things and reading manuals and fixing things in order just to sell it to the general public. Share with me kind of your journey of being in this business for so long and working with family at the same time. It's difficult. It's difficult, especially uh, working with your mother. Okay. You know, we kind of bump heads a lot, but yeah. you know, we love each other. At the end of the day, we're mother and son and we have to get along. Yeah. So it's it's crazy, you know. So when we opened doors in 2010, I was uh, 16 years old. So I was working, you know, I was school what seven to three, yeah, and then I would work from four to ten. Wow, every day. Every day. How about Saturdays and Sundays? Yep, as wow. well. Correct. When did you find time to get in homework, extracurriculars? Because I know that you play soccer too, as well. Well, I just had to fit everything in. I mean, if I if I was playing high school, then uh, soccer, I would you know practice from three to five, and then yeah. go to work after that. If I was playing club, maybe five to seven, go to work. It was close. Practice was in Santa Clara. Okay. So I would go to work, go to practice, come back. Wow. So I, and then homework, I mean, I was never good at school. <laughs> so uh, my grades were average C, yeah. C, Bs. Okay. So. They say Cs get degrees. Yeah. That another day. Correct. So, but the key thing is that you uh, built in this innate drive. Uh, this hunger for success and doing business and at the same time really being able to give your clients or your customers a satisfying or rewarding or some type of experience that they want to come back to you, right? And uh, kind of moving fast forward now into your residential real estate business itself, kind of share with us a little, because um, I know a lot of um, our, our listeners, our viewers, probably thinking, wow, to jump from one industry that you're already successful in to go into something that is completely unknown. Tell us about that transition. What made you want to get into real estate? Well, I've been wanting to get into real estate since I was about 19, 20 years old. Okay. And uh, the reason why I didn't get into it earlier is because, you know, I was supporting my mother at the restaurant. So, you know, we were working, you know, 15, 16 hour days. So it was impossible for me to come into real estate at the moment. Yeah. So after the restaurant was more established, uh, which was more last year, um, I decided to make the move. But I always had, so my passion, you know, since I was young was soccer, food, wine, and properties in this case, since I was young. I used to play for a club in Almaden, you know, they were all pretty wealthy yeah. and I was the only one that was not. Yeah. So um, after practice, I used to tell my father, you know, can you take me up there to see the homes? So it was like a museum for me, you know? Ah. He would drive up there and I would like, wow, just look at homes for like two hours. Wow. And so I had that in my, in my mind. Since at then. 19, you're asking your father to 
Just take me. I love how you said that it was like a museum because that's where you get your your passion from. Uh, in our real estate business, if we aren't passionate or wanting to learn more about different types of architecture, uh, design, uh, builders, there's so many things that you, the, the landscape, the horizon for real estate is so vast that if you don't have a passion for it, you're only in it to make dollars and clients and customers, do they walk around with a dollar sign or they walk around with a heartbeat, right? You take care of them and things get taken care of. So share with me your journey um, from just starting off and saying, okay, mom, dad, I'm ready to go off on my own and uh, tra transition into my own life. And I know you sacrificed a lot uh, and your parents, you know, you're very grateful. They sacrificed a lot to help, help you and help us and everybody else too as well, is how did you go about making that decision? I think this is where that small moment, big impact happens. Where was that transition? It was definitely hard because my mom was uh, a little upset with me. Okay. She was like, you're leaving me, you're leaving the business. I can't believe you're doing this to me. So that really hurt me, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm very family oriented, especially mm -hmm. being Hispanic. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I was, I, I've always been um, independent. Mm -hmm. You know, at the restaurant I do, I take most of the decisions in this case. So going into a new industry, I thought, you know, I thought I could survive. You know, of course you have to have thick skin, as you say, and just work through it, you know? Um, you just make the choice. You know, I studied about six months for my real estate um, yeah. license. I'm very bad at taking tests and I was so nervous. Thank God I passed it, you know, my first, uh, my first try. So um, I got my license. I just started, I just dove into it, you know, yeah, right in. dove into it. I got interviewed by one brokerage. I didn't even want to interview with anyone else. I'm like, I just want to get started. I didn't even look at the pay. I'm like, just, I want to get started. Yeah. Let me sign the papers and let's go. Wow, I love that will. Like yeah. you, when there's a will, there's a way. You went head in first and said, I'll work out the rest. So uh, how is it now with, with your mother, now that you've transitioned for a year and you have a steady stream of income and really getting your, um, you know, your, your feet wet into the business or I, how you did it was you just dove right in but kind of share with that experience now with the, your relationship with mom well the thing that you know real starting in real estate it's not easy yeah you know uh, you know like you say anyone can do real estate but only if you can do it right yes so that's always been in my head mm -hmm. um of course having a you know steady of income from from the restaurant helps but i've been building my business little by little just you know through you know all the hard stuff you know cold yeah. calling uh, my relationships from the restaurant, open houses. So a little bit of everything. And, you know, my mom supports me now. The first couple months she was still upset with me and, you know, what can I do? Just yeah. keep going. Now she promotes me, hey, you know, if you're looking to buy or sell, you know, you can hire my son, talk to him. So I have that support from my family more than the first five, six months. So mm -hmm. I'm happy about that. And I'm just, you know, working day to day, trying to build my, my business at the moment. Very good. So as you were getting into real estate, and did you see that there was, um, or did your mom see per se, like a new person or share? Yes, I mean, I'm more mature now. Okay. I think I've been mature since I was maybe like 18, 19. I started to- uh, That's good, because a lot of people don't mature until- They don't, I mean, I still have friends that are still, you know, out there part it, there's nothing wrong yes. with that but then there's a, a point in life that you have to take it seriously correct so i mean it makes sense for me to be in the industry because first of all i love it i yes. love people i like properties i love this company eq1 it's great i love it um 
But at the same time, if say something happens with the restaurant, we're on the same boat. Yes. So we will all in a way sink. But if I have my business on the other side, then I could support. Not that that's gonna happen, hopefully yes. it doesn't happen, but you just have to be cautious and always yeah. think about the whole picture. You know? They say uh, in life, you could be optimistic, but uh, once you get older and start to prioritize things and really think about the grandiose big picture, it's being cautiously optimistic. And in our business, with market cycles uh, changing so uh, radically uh, at times and having a cyclical business at the same time too, it's really important as you're building your experience in the real estate business is to stay cautiously uh, optimistic uh, in your business, how you're doing your business planning, uh, when to do certain things. And it's wonderful that now you have a flexible schedule and I love it that you are utilizing your resources within the restaurant business in order to work with them on a customer base to become a client base right. on, on your real estate. So kind of share, I know that you do a lot of uh, wine events and um, you know book things at your restaurant. Share with our, our listeners how you're using that sphere of influence or just the people that you've known for so long, really encompassing and showing them that now you're in a different industry you're the same person with the same qualities the same drive and motivation and how you're bringing that now into real estate so when i first started in real estate uh last year i created a wine meetup okay so you know you have to identify you have to kind of have common ground you know with people that you like so if you like wine find other people that like wine you know create relationships and go from there so i created this wine meetup and now we have over about we have about 2,000 members now in a year. And actually yesterday- Wow, 2,000 members. 2,000 members, yeah. And the reason why people like coming to my meetup is because it's free. Yes. So the venue, the restaurant is open for us only. Everyone brings a bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. You know, you open the bottle and you just lay it there and then you can just pour yourself, help yourself, socialize, create new friends. You know, most of the people in meetup are people that are new to the area. Yes. So they're they're looking for new so relationships. Smart. So I mean, what else can you do? You have good wine, good company, and just go from there. Yeah, know? good conversations Absolutely. too. And now being one year into the business, what would you say is the most challenging thing about real estate? That's a great question. I'm looking for a great answer. For me in particular is was making the transition from restaurant to realtor. Okay. People look at me still. Some people will say, hey, David, you know, they talk about the restaurant only. Yes. But I want them to talk about real estate as well or more about real estate. Correct. But that's been, I would say, the, the most challenging, challenging thing is to get um, your customers to see you in a different light. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I, I believe that it is what you put out there too at the same time. I know when I entered the real estate uh, industry arena back in 2006, right out of college, um, I was babyface Mike, right? Uh, I didn't think myself that anyone would want to work with me just because of how I looked. So, um, you know, what we've already shared about too as well to, together in our meetings is basically getting as much education and knowledge, market knowledge, property knowledge, and then just that circle of 
agents, brokers, uh, loan officers, everybody within your sphere that are doing a lot of business that you can network with and bring that accumulated knowledge to share with your customer base that eventually would transition to your client base. And uh, that's how Little Mike went from selling $145,000 condos to now $4 million properties. Uh, it, it's that transition throughout time. It is just not where we're gonna go from this to this. It's a growth period. But your trajectory has one that is shocking uh, here, especially in the Silicon Valley, where it's the most highest competitive um, market that we have uh, out here. Kind of share with us what what drives you, what's bringing, what's getting you up out of bed and saying, I want to get into this business. Uh, I'm going to sell some real estate today. I'm going to meet with some people, share with them what I know. What drives you, David? My family. Okay. That's the number one thing. I get it's up awesome. every day and you know the goal of you know the everyone's goal is to you know achieve financial freedom yes and but if you do it doing the things you like even best you yes. know so but my biggest satisfaction after closing is uh you know seeing my clients happy yeah that's the biggest satisfaction and there's no price for that mm -hmm. but uh my family you know my family my mother my father and my dogs okay and my, my and my girlfriend as well. I yeah, can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't forget your special person. Yeah, that's immense support when um, you want to give back to those that have given so much to you, uh, right? So you said you have dogs. Yes. What type of dogs do you have? I have a Jack Russell and a Basset Hound. Oh, Basset Hound. Yes. That's the one with the big floppy ears. Yes. Oh. Hush Puppy brand. Hush Puppy. Nice. And they're your life. They're my life. You know, I have no siblings. Okay. So my father and mother, you know, immigrated here to the U.S. and only child. So they bought me a dog when I was eight years old. It was my first Basset. Okay. He passed away, unfortunately, when I was 22, a couple years ago. And, you know, I'm very attached to dogs. So we bought a new Basset mm -hmm. and then we have a Jack Russell now. What are their names? Oh, they're pretty difficult to pronounce. Okay. For people well, here. Give it a uh, shot. So the Jack Russell is pretty straightforward his name is Jordi okay and the Basset Hound his name is Puyol Puyol and the, the names are um, they're Catalan names okay from uh, the Barcelona uh, but they're named after soccer players because you know I love soccer so yeah. uh, Puyol because he was a very like strong defender pretty short and then Jordi he's a very fast um, how would you call it um, side string okay so nice. that's why we named them. A lot of meaning to, uh, and thought that you, you came and put into it. And I see that with your work uh, in real estate too as well. Um, I have the pleasure of working with David on a day-to-day -day basis. And one of his most recent uh, listings, uh, they didn't have a large screen to project the video that David had created with our media team in order to showcase the lifestyle of the area where the home was situated in, um, you know, the nightlife, uh, the community shots, the schools and all these things. And David has a little sports car and decided to buy, what, what size was the TV? A 43 inch. 43 inch, inch. TV, yes. full on uh, leg stand and everything. Yeah, you I went to Fry's, you know, got the stand, the TV, and you know, put the video in the USB and just yeah. plugged it in there. Left it on for a week until it sold. Yeah, and then you know, I turned it off after that. Yeah, you went uh, over and out to make sure that the clientele who were coming to the home 
you didn't have to tell them about the parks in the in the community, the restaurants, the schools. There was a video that was on display that just continued to loop. So that's the attention, the detail that I saw that you did, and I got to commend you for that. That is, um, that's why I say a lot of people do real estate, but there are very few that do it good, right? And then from there, it just scales. How would you rate? you getting into the business from start to where you're at today and where do you see uh, yourself in the next five years in this business? In the next five years, well, of course, I see myself closing more transactions yearly and, um, you know, maybe working uh, another price point. Okay. Maybe instead of 500 to 1 million, um, you know, or 1.5, of course, my goal is to at least 1.8 and up. Okay, good. Um, So, that's awesome that you you have a plan on how you're doing your business. How many transactions would you say that you've closed from day one until now? So it's going to be the ninth. Ninth nine transactions within one year in business. You know the in Santa Clara County um, for we have two associations: uh, Silicon Valley Association Realtors and Santa Clara County Association Realtors. So that's basically all of Santa Clara County. I believe there's more than ten thousand uh, active realtors, and the average is two transactions uh, a year. You've done nine in one year. Correct. Um, how would you say when you're when you're working with your clients? Um, how are you attaining your clients and what are they usually looking for? So my first four clients were from open houses. Okay. You know, going back to what you were saying, baby Mike, you know, when you started, um, they come into the open house, they're like, hi, how you doing? Are you the realtor? I'm like, yes, I'm the realtor, even though I, you know, I'm 25, but I may look uh, 19 for some people or uh-huh. maybe 16 for some people. So uh, even with my first listing, you know, um, people would come in. It was back in March of 2018. There was no inventory out there, and I had a listing in Sunnyvale. Yeah. So they would come like, "Are you the listing agent?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the listing agent." Yes. And they wouldn't believe that because of my young age. I would say, you know, average age of a realtor here is what 45, 50. Yeah. So um, they would come in, and I would laugh. I would be surprised. But you know, little by little, um, you know, doing open houses and. And my lead generation, I've been able to, you know, come across people that want to work with me and that I want to work with Correct. as well because, you know, it's a relationship. You guys have to get along and you have to bring enough value for them Correct. Uh, so they could hire you and you can get them results. I like what you said there is that they want to work with you, but you also want to work with them. Absolutely. Like how many times in our real estate business do we hear someone uh, out there on the field just complaining and complaining, it's because it's a selection process, right? You choose the business and who you want to work with. Correct. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that I do in my business too at the same time is when uh, I'm intervie- when a client is interviewing to work with me, I'm also asking questions to see if I, my personality traits would really work with them. Because if you work with someone who um, could be draining on your energy, that one person you could have worked with five different clients at the same time. It's good that you're learning this uh, early on. Have you had any experiences where you could have done things better? I know this type of business here, every transaction is different, every client's different. There's so many hands in the pot on every single transaction. Share with uh, our, our audience and listeners there. Yeah, when I was first getting started, I know, uh, you know, back in 2018, uh, low inventory, lots of buyers out there. So mm-hmm. open houses were 
crazy busy every weekend. So I did, you know, I did lose a lot of business because, you know, I was new, mm -hmm. new to real estate. Sales in real estate is a little bit different than wine in this case, or, you know, a restaurant. Yeah, because you had a menu out there yes. in front of you. And they would come in. Yeah. So I would have to go hunt for them. Yes. In this case. So it was it was hard. You know, I, lo I lost lots of business because I didn't ask the right questions. Okay. And, you know, that, I mean, I learned the hard way, I would say. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's always things that happen, you know, you just have to keep going. Open houses, I lost business. I, out of the listing appointments I've had, I lost one, okay. which I, um, Congrats. That's I let it go already, yeah. but, um, you know, what can you do? You can't win them. Yeah. It's when you get knocked down, it's not about sitting there and dwelling on why did this happen to me? Correct. Rather get up and go get another appointment or meet more people and really share with them uh, what you do. You said a word hunt. Like when you're uh, in this business, it has yeah. to be exciting uh, for me. It, real estate for me is sexy, right? I'm looking at properties, I'm looking at design and architecture and I go, I gotta see that home. Is it gonna be on tour? Or when's the open house scheduled? Or what are the showing, uh, you know, scheduling for? I gotta go there, I have to see this property. It has gorgeous views, uh, it's mid-century modern, whatever it may be. Uh, what type of property would you say is your most exciting property uh, to see or sell or to go? I would say mid-century modern. Okay. Um, I can appreciate all types of architectures, okay. but um, mid-century modern, I mean, I'm a millennial. That's, I think that's my preference, but I think that's what I like though. Yeah, well, no wonder you were drawn to uh, our, our office here. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna share with the audience how we met, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we met online, you know, it was not a dating app. It was a social media app called Instagram, right? Uh, you had done uh, some great postings uh, of a building, uh, the Access Building uh, in downtown San Jose. Uh, I saw a lot in that building. And when I saw your information, I was like, oh, wow, that's great. And you're going to do a, um, a food event uh, at the building there. Correct. And I was like, hey, let me know when you're gonna do it. And uh, every time I would put something, you'd comment right. to as well. And we started to formulate a, a business relationship based on just real estate uh, in downtown. I know you're with another respective firm. Uh, share, I think the last time I said the small moment began, I think this is where it's at. Um, share with me, why did you want to reach out and um, you know set up a meeting uh, for us to chat? That's a great question. Um, I think it was the culture, the culture that you have here at EQ1 is, is very different from any other firm. Okay. And that's what caught my attention. Of course, you know, the, the condos you're selling at Axis are beautiful and I always look at your post. You know, you have Rondo a lot as well in your uh, in your Instagram yep. stories. So I'm like, man, I want I want to be in there, you know. Yeah. And I don't know, it's all about culture, I think. Culture and making yourself different, you know. How what value can you bring to sellers or buyers? And with EQ1, I think we're very very different from any other firm. Yeah. And that's an advantage for us and for our clients as well. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so that was your uh I would say that was the small moment that led to this uh, big impact Correct. here. Correct, that's very true. Because I, since, ever since I've been here at EQ1, I feel more confident mm -hmm. and I've learned so much that I could go out there and compete against any other agent. And I feel confident enough to do it, which is the most important thing. Yeah. When or not, confidence is key. Is key. Has, when you go out there with the right mar market knowledge and with the right intention, 
um, you can only do good, Correct. right? Whether a client selects to work with us or not, that's their decision uh, to make at the end of the day. But what, what I love is um, in this new world, this new age uh, that we have now with the internet, social media, right. that we're able to convey so much about ourselves, our personal brand when we're in the real estate business and our personalities uh, that we attract those who are similar. And I, I would say, you know, starting the firm six years ago and now just looking at our roster of clientele uh, all over the board. Uh, but the ones that I see that have been the most exciting to work with are others who are in marketing advertising, public relations, because they see and they value uh, what we do here as an organization. We don't just go and prop a property onto the market and hope that it sells, that somebody calls us. The proactiveness in that approach and, and with your drive, that's where I saw that, wow, he might be a brand new agent, but he has so much potential and his drive is so big. This is not an ad for EQ1, I have to say. Uh, but since we're on this topic of discussion here, I feel that it's really valuable that for those of you who may be interested in the glamorous um, real estate business, it's not all, not all smoke and mirrors like how they do it on TV, uh, let alone there is a lot of work, 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 work uh, behind the scenes. So share with us a little bit, uh, and I have to get into this, yes. is a day in the life of David P. Rosello. Like share with us, you know, a routine that you have uh, when you go about your everyday. So I, I, uh, so I wake up around 5.30, 6.30 every morning. I try and read for a half an hour. All right. And then I head to the gym. All right. uh, I have to, you know, if, if I don't go to the gym, you know, you get stressed. It's healthy yeah. when you go to the gym. So I go to the gym, work out, swim a little bit, take a shower, head to the office and just start my day, you know. Mind, body, spirit. Correct, right. correct. Nice. If I have to start cold calling or if it's Monday, I follow up from the people in the open house and just follow up with my clients, my buyers and sellers that I have at the moment and just go throughout the day. I mean, I'm pretty much working all day. Yeah. I mean, and I try to enjoy my moments. Say I have an appointment with, with the colleague of mine, we go and have some wine or we go to the restaurant and have some wine. So I, I'm, I'm pretty active all day. Just, nice. you know, uh, doing my lead generation and, and just trying to bring enough value for, for my social media friends as well, yeah. my Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, what I admire about you is when I do see you in the office here, you're either in the conference room or on the phone making calls and then you're in and out of the office there. And that's something that uh, a lot of uh, agents in the business, they don't quite grasp uh, the business of being in real estate. It's more of the transactions that I'm in and that I'm immersed into this transaction at this time and then the closing and then uh, one of my mentors always said, if you're not in escrow, you're unemployed. I never wanted to be unemployed, right? Uh, just, just growing up with my, my upbringing, we had everything that we needed, but not everything that we wanted. And now that uh, in this day and era of being in business and really having, um, my previous mentors always said that you have to have the five Fs, right? Faith family, friends, fitness, finances. And here at EQ1, we add in number six by Alvaro Neves is the fun. Yeah. 
with having all those things there, you have a fully balanced life, right? And uh, when we always talk, I always bring my values of God, wife, kids, and work. Uh, and to be able to do all that, it gives me extreme balance. Even for us to shoot a podcast on a weekly basis, it's not something that is easy to do, but we make it happen. Uh, and you are definitely making it happen in your business now. And with all of the scheduling, time blocking and everything that you've been doing, um, I'm amazed you still did nine transactions in your first year. And the year is only in May right now. Yes. So there's so much uh, more time throughout this year. We still have end of Q2, Q3, and the ramp up of Q4 for the following Q1. So um, anything that you'd like to uh, share with our, our audience, your motivation or anything? No, I was just going back to, uh, to wine, you know, in this case, yes. you know, how you just said that, you know, everyone thinks that real estate is glamorous, you know, like these TV shows. Yeah. Glitz so and glam. It's the same thing with wine though. I mean, people think wine, the wine business is all like a nice lifestyle, glamorous. No, it's the same. It's hard work, you know, especially if you're importing wine, okay. you have to dock, dock on, uh, door to door, you know, go to different restaurants, hotels, uh, grocery stores. And it's mm -hmm. the same thing. It sells, you know, you have to push, 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 push. Wow. If you don't, then you won't get the results. So it's the same thing. People don't see the backstory of real estate or wine or restaurant, you know, every business. Has Wine's an expensive hobby. It is expensive too. I would have to say. Yeah, and you have to watch yourself, you know. Yeah. Limit yourself because you have more wine, you know, eat more, drink more, yeah. and that's where you grow wider. No, that's 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 when you're in bulking season. Right. You know, you're in bulking season during the, the ramp up stage so then you can cut for the, the summertime, right? Wow, so being in the restaurant business, now being, uh, being a realtor itself, if you had to do it all over again, would you still do the same thing? I would. Yeah. I would do the same thing because I learned a lot at the restaurant, you know, being so young, going out and talking to people. I mean, that's what made me come into real estate. I mean, or made it easier in this case, yes. you know, because I have confidence in myself. You're not afraid to talk to anyone. No, just be yourself. I mean, what, what else can you do? Be yourself, be confident and just go from there. I mean, you can't change anything at the moment. Yeah. And whether or not they, uh, anyone decides to work with you, uh, that's their decision. At least you tried, you know? Yeah. If you don't try, then you're always going to think, wait, if I did this or should have done yeah. this. Shut up doesn't exist. Yes. So, so just do it. There you go. Oh, I like that. That's Nike. Like Nike. Just, yeah, do, just it. do it. Just do it. And uh, ex it's all about execution. Correct. So really appreciate you joining us on the show for Small Moment, Big Impact uh, today. Thank you, David. And I'm good. Of course.